Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach and author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. All this week, I'm going to be talking to Thane Martin. He is a food truck business owner, and he has a very unique concept, but we're not talking about his concept today. We're going to be talking all this week about getting into franchising. Thane has a background in selling franchises and becoming a part of a franchise system. So we're going to talk about that so you guys can understand it's not as easy as, oh, I've got a nice, busy food truck. I'll turn it into a franchise and be the next McDonald's. Today, we're talking about franchising in the FTC and financial statements. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you doing? Good, good, good. If you would, just go ahead and kind of start from, from that point of uh, what does a broker do from from your point of view? And then if you want to get into how you'd approach somebody when they were interested, and definitely mm-hmm. touch on how much it costs. Because a lot of people think that, you know, it's not very costly to, to um, offer the opportunity for a franchise. And that's what I want people to understand. It ain't cheap. Oh, my gosh, no. I mean, that's that's one of the mistakes that the company that I worked for did is, well, they made a couple of mistakes. Um, one was they tried to franchise too early. Right. So they had a good concept. It wasn't perfected as well as it should have been. And once they actually took it to market, it didn't perform as well as they thought it did. And so obviously that made sales of the franchise challenging because the guys that had brought the franchise weren't doing as well as everybody thought, Mm -hmm. you know, and it and it was also it was it was just too early. You know what I mean? It it was just too early. So when you when you look at franchising a business, what people don't realize is one, you're dealing with the FTC. Okay, so the Federal Trade Commission is who you're going to have to get your uh, financial disclosure document completed. Right. Sometimes it's called an offering circular. And essentially, you know, if I wanted to franchise my food truck business, you know, there's a couple of roadblocks I see most franchise or franchisors as a food truck struggling with. The first one is the financial statement. Right. Because I know too many truckers that scrape cash off the top of it and they don't report a lot of it as income, which you and I both know is not smart. Um, But so because when you do an offering circular. Right. So if I wanted to franchise business, the first thing is I need at least two, one to two years minimum of operating perfectly prepared CPA signed off financial statements. Okay. So the last thing you want to do is franchise a business where you've been scraping cash because you can't you can't say to people you know, this is the kind of income I'm making. And then you have to be very, very careful that you just kind of say, well, if you buy a franchise, this is what our average franchisee makes, but I can't guarantee you that you'll make that or not make that. And you can really get yourself in hot water quickly if there's any kind of verbal statements that are made implying revenue that may or may not come true. So they really police that crap. So basically, you know, um, You'd have to start with, I mean, the first thing that you're going to need when you start franchising is you got to have a, you know, a verifiable uh, financial statement and they call it an item 19, 
right? Item 19 is where you have to disclose your finances. So that has to be prepared by a, a CPA firm, signed off on, and it's part of your, your offer, right? So you're looking at, you know, five to $10,000 to have that prepared in such a format that the government's going to sign off on it. So once you've got your financial statements and your item 19 ready, then it's time to start writing your, your FDD, which is your franchise disclosure document. Okay, that you're looking at roughly, like it can be done for as little as say 20,000, but I think that realistically, you know, that would be you franchising your business in one state and the state that you live in, right? So you're gonna really narrow your scope, right? And so if you wanna have a national franchise, what you run into is like, if you pull up a map of the United States, there are registration states and non-registration states, okay? In the registration states, basically, so I've got to go to the FTC. I got to file the franchise, um, you know, document with them. They're going to review it. And it's a very laborious, very expensive uh, task, right? So then once you think you're good at the federal level, okay, then the states that do non-registration that federally accepted document is good for those states. But if you go to, if you go into, and of course it's the bigger states where everybody wants to be, uh, the registration states, okay, now that offering circular that the feds checked off on, you got to go do that now with each of those states, right? And that process is very painful because each state thinks that they've got to flex their muscle and show you what it's like to come into California. So once you do the federal, then your biggest battles next is going to be all the big states. So California registration, uh, second registration, Washington, second registration, Illinois, second registration, New York, second registration. Texas requires an initial registration, but you don't have to file financial statements quarterly like some of those other registered states require, right? right? So you you get into the FTC side of thing, and that's where most people don't have the knowledge. you got to have very, very skilled people. So you're going to want to hire a consultant. You're looking at probably twenty to thirty thousand to hire a franchise consultant to help you walk walk you through it. You're going to have at least another, in my opinion, fifty, maybe even a hundred thousand in legal getting this thing ready for a national franchise audience, right? But then you also got to go in and create the operating documents that you saw as a franchisee, right? So I'm going to have to create an operations manual. And if somebody does that for you, 15 to 20,000 to write your ops manual, right? Then you're going to have to have a, a, a media kit and a social kit. And, and that's a whole nother thing that you got to have somebody prepare. Then you have to have a training manual that somebody has to write. How do I train you know, other franchisees, right? Then you also have to have a training manual for your employees of this franchise, right? Because, and that's where you start adding up all these things that, that people don't think about that it's going to take to take money. And then as you go into every one of these states, they might charge you $750 just to file an application to be able to sell in that state. So take 750 bucks and multiply that by at least 20, 25 states are going to require registration. So your fees start getting very expensive, right? Then when it comes to marketing your franchise, the way that most people do it is uh, today, they mostly use the business brokers, okay? So you've seen advertisements. If you Google, I want to buy a franchise, a lot of what pops up are these brokers, right? So basically, once you're offering circular and everything is approved and you've been legally given the green light to offer a franchise in that state, okay, then you can then you can sell it, right? But like if you run, say, a national advertise, it used to be franchising was advertised heavily in the USA Today. And you'd, you'd spend $3,000 to get an advertisement in the USA Today 
for national distribution. The downside would be you might get a call from somebody that you're not franchised in that state. And, and the regulators, they'll spot check you on that. So if you start talking in any way, shape, or form to somebody about a franchise in a state that you are not registered in, they will bust you and fine you tens of thousands of dollars, right? So thinking you can do a national franchise, it, it, it is 100% possible. It's just very expensive. And most people don't understand the regulatory laws that go around that side of the business. You know, that's the biggest issues you have, you know, in starting a franchise. And most, I think for the food truck industry, your franchise fees, like let's say I wanted to open a, a Molly Maids or something like that. You're probably looking at a $50,000 franchise fee, right? For a mobile food type of business without a proven track record, you might get 10 grand, maybe, maybe 20 if it's proven, right? Versus, say, a fast food like a Subway or, you know, which is going to be a 250, you know, like or a McDonald's. I mean, they can be a half a million for a franchise fee. Right. So and then the things you also got to think about when you're setting up a franchise is, you know, what are my sources of revenue? And there's two schools of thoughts when you're creating a franchise. Right. Some franchisors say, OK, you know what? I'm going to make my money on the royalty piece. And I'm going to make my money on the franchise fee. So I'm going to get that 25000 and then I'm going to collect 5% of your top gross line sales. Okay? And that's one way that I make money. Then the, the other business model is, especially in the food side of the business, is you're going to buy your stuff from me. Right? So now as a franchisor, I have to make that decision. Am I going to, am I going to have somewhat of an adversarial relationship with my franchisees who get mad that they have to buy this mix and that product from me? And maybe I private label it and I mark it up 25% and that's where I make a little bit of my money, but I'm not charging you 5% on a franchise fee. I'm only charging you 3% royalty, right? So there's a little bit of a mix, right? That you have to kind of determine and the type of business you're in will determine kind of how acceptable it is in the industry to mark up your wholesale price, right? So those are the other things that you have to start taking into consideration, right? So it, it is, it is. I mean, if you hop online, you'll, they make it look easy, but I can tell you from personal experience, it is very challenging. But for, and I think the problem, the problem you have with a food truck is like, what are you franchising? Are you franchising a food truck, right? Like a concept, like, could I take my Churro Amigos and turn it into a mobile franchise? I think I could, but I don't think I would be successful as if I had it franchised after I had it in a stick built site right? Or some kind of more permanent location. I think people would have a hard time paying you for a mobile franchise. Like unless you've got, you know, 20 mobile trucks out there in your name and your brand that's creating that, I don't think the market would support it. So you really have to think, do I have something in my food truck business that is so unique that I could move it into a retail stick belt and get the credibility, right? Because that's the thing that you lack is credibility. And you get credibility by provable financial statements, making sure that, you know, and then the other thing is, you know, remember when you're, you're making an offering circular, you also got to have a pretty financial, you got to be pretty fat yourself, right? So they, when they're looking at all this kind of things, they want to make sure that, that you've got the money to be a franchisor, right? So they're going to be looking at things like net worth and, you know, do you have the half a million dollars to start? 
Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful in your food truck business, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. If you guys need a business coach to help you reach your food truck's full potential, just check out all my affordable services. There's a link in the description for that as well. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Come back again tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business.